The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Um, so what I'd like to talk about now is a little bit on forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is letting go of or past sufferings, betrayals, resentments, indignation, anger. Um, it's about the past. The past is over. Um, I think many of you have heard you know, Lily Tomlin's line about um, forgiveness means giving up all hope of a better past. I, um, I've heard that for many years. I never knew who said that, so I finally looked it up. <laughs> um, we hold on to anger um, about people's, you know, about big things, and we hold on just as tightly about little things. You know, we might be hold on to past cruelty uh, or mistakes or um, differences of opinions. Um, you know, we can even hold on to um, resentment about somebody's taste in music. Um, you know, it's, we can get very petty in, in the things that we hold on to. Um, in Buddhist practice, um, you know, we start... Uh, the purpose, the primary benefit of forgiveness in Buddhist practice is that it stops our own suffering. It's painful to hate. It's painful to resent. The, um, there's a metaphor that staying angry, holding on to our anger, um, is like picking up a hot coal to throw at someone and not realizing that you're the one getting burned. Um, there's an example, um, uh, there's a, I don't know how many of you have heard this story, uh, it's this Argentine, um, kind of famous Argentine golfer. Uh, his name is uh, Roberto de Vincenzo, and uh, he won this big tournament, you know, and got this big check, and as he was walking to, the, uh, to his car, um, this woman approached him, and said, you know, my, you know, just very sad-looking woman, you know, and my, you know, I've got a baby, and my baby's in the hospital, my baby's dying, I don't have any money, and he right then and there turned over his check to her, and, um, you know, and about a week later, you know, he was uh, having lunch at the country club, and the um, uh, head of the PGA, you know, came up to him and said, you know, the guys, you know, we've been talking, you know, and, uh, you know, they say they know the woman and she doesn't, she's not married, she doesn't have any children, and, uh, you know, you were taken. And, you know, he says, um, you mean there's no baby who's dying? And they say, that's right. And he said, that's the best news I've heard all week. <laughs> So, you know, it's beautiful to think that we could forgive that easily, that lightly, and the spirit of heart that's there. Um, but in the same way, you know, it's sometimes um, one of the dangers, in, especially in spiritual practice and a spiritual community, um, we can bypass and forgive, 
without really doing the inner work of forgiveness. Because uh, we don't want to see ourselves as someone who's got grudges and is resentful and, and all these quali- painful qualities and, and or image of ourselves might be, well, you know, God, I'm a practicing Buddhist. I'm not supposed to be um, upset that somebody told me, I, you know, uh, I look terrible today. You know, <laughs> that's supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to go, be, totally be past that or that somebody was rude to me. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that's really important is that, you know, we work from where we are, not from an idea. From, not from an ideal of how we should be, so that if these feelings are in us, that we allow ourselves to be compassionate with them as that contraction, that pain is there. So it can be released from a deep inner work of really seeing that clinging in ourselves. Uh, often people who are, I've seen this happen um, sometimes when people are, you know, always wanting to be positive, 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 and, and always cheery. And then there's like this, uh, you know, and underneath there's this uh, little mountain of, of, of uh, building resentment and repression. And eventually, it, you know, it either blows up internally or it blows up externally. Um, so the practice of, of really being honest about our clinging, really co- touching it deeply, is really essential part of this. Um, studies have shown that um, forgiving, actually, um, by forgiving an offender, they found that it improves your cardiovascular system, your nervous system. They actually, just by the act of practice of forgiving someone, that's what happens. Um, they found that, in general, the people who are more forgiving uh, have less health problems. You know, that, that's averages. It doesn't mean if you've got health problems, it's because you're not, you know, it doesn't work the other way around. Um, forgiveness can be learned. You know, they've, uh, Fred Luskin, I don't know if, uh, how many of you are familiar with his work, you know, Forgive for Good. You know, he's uh, from, uh, from Stanford. And they did a study... Um, in Northern Ireland, you know, between Protestants and Catholics who had all lost uh, someone, uh, a family member due to the violence there. And they taught them how to forgive. And they found that, that they could all learn how to forgive and that that learning um, increased their sense of vitality, uh, that all the physical manifestations of stress were decreased, um, and they became more self-confident and more compassionate. So who do we need to forgive? Now, when you look at your own life, you know, uh, some of us, the first person we need to forgive is ourselves. Some of us are very, very harsh on ourselves. You know, if we make a mistake, we just contract. Um, Or we we don't forgive past mistakes. You know, they, they kind of haunt us. Uh, some of us, um, you know, very forgiving of everybody else except our close family members. Um, that sometimes happens because we're very identified with them as being an extension of us. And some of us are easy to forgi- forgive uh, people we know, but uh, it's really hard to forgive people who hurt other people. I know, like, you know, a lot of times people are very forgiving in their immediate life, but then they look politically, you know, ah, that's the enemy up there. You know, they're, they're, they're you know, creating horrible things in the world. And so for some reason, when it's, it's out there, it's far enough away, we, you know, we don't see that intention that, that oh, we can forgive them too. It's someone else out there. Um, 
It takes a lot of courage to forgive what seems to be unforgivable. Um, for me personally, you know, I spent a lot of time on retreat dealing with the, the incredible difficulty of, of starting to forgive Hitler for what he did. Uh, that was just incredibly... I, just, I spent days and days just crying, just trying to um, you know, let go of that anger and hatred. Um, and to do so without condoning what he did. Forgiving does not mean saying it was okay by any means. It means letting go of my own pain around it. It doesn't help the situation at all. And, you know, one of the things that that that, that brings to mind is that uh, one of the reasons we hold up, you know, there's, we have a lot of reasons why we think we shouldn't forgive. You know, we all have our rationalizations. And sometimes there's a mistaken belief that by hatred, by, um, that it can somehow heal our pain if we get revenge, if we're hateful enough, you know, and we make him so wrong, somehow it'll heal our pain, but it doesn't work that way. But we function as if it works that way. Um, another thing that for me, I, you know, I personally, you know, it's really interesting because you know, I remember my first retreat, um, doing a forgiveness meditation with Jack Hornfield, you know, and it was just incredibly moving. And it was a very powerful experience for me the first time I ever did that. And, uh, and then the next time somebody else was going to do it, my mind just said, I don't want to do that. You know, uh, I hate that. I hate that whole idea, you know. And, and you know, and, and I did it again, got a lot of value again. You know, but every time it arose, the idea of forgiveness, um, something inside me got really backed up. You know, and um, and it took me a long time to finally see what I was reacting to, and the there's a certain under, lack of understanding that forgiveness is something you do between equals. And uh, for me, the idea of forgiving seemed to be like something from up here you do to that person down there. And so once I started really seeing that the process of forgiveness is something that's done without lessening. Uh, the dignity of the other being without lessening my own dignity. It allowed me to start feeling, you know, really be able to work with forgiveness in a way that I wasn't cringing against it at times. Um, sometimes we believe that, um, that um, not forgiving keeps us strong. Because, you know, we can get angry. We get a lot of energy in our body. You know, it's a stress energy, and it's not a, a, a helpful energy, but it gives us this kind of false feeling of strength. So it's very easy to mistake that, that holding on to that anger as something that makes us strong. And we're afraid that if we let that go, you know, we're somehow you know, not going to be able to take care of ourselves. We're going to be weak. And sometimes we fear, for instance, like in forgiving ourselves, um, that if we forgive ourselves, we're not going to do what we need to be a better person. Or we're not going to do the things that we're supposed to be doing. Only by kind of beating ourselves up will we do those things. Uh, So we all have these different internal mechanisms. Um, So uh, the last thing I want to say is, um, you know, the practice of forgiveness 
you know, can go in a couple of directions, you know. On one hand, we can work with it by connecting with how painful it is not to forgive. And to really explore that clinging, that tightness when we're holding on to something. Um, and then the other side of it is working with the intention to forgive, the intention to let go. Um, and I remember the, the very first time that, that I consciously worked with that. You know, I was in the middle of a really strong argument, you know, and I was like really pissed, you know, I was just really holding on, you know, and, and I just remember hearing, oh, I'm supposed to be forgiving right now. <laughs> and, and my mind just rebelled against it, just didn't want to go there. I was really attached to this. You know, I really wanted to lash out. You know, and I just remember um, just going, okay, you know, just on faith, I'll plant the seed to, to incline just a little bit towards forgiveness. And it was amazing how it didn't happen instantly, but just, it just like the seeds of that clinging just kind of started going away just within within a minute or two and um you know and and in that instance i was able to let go um but it's that inclination of the mind that commitment to forgive that commitment to when this happens you know yes that's what i that's what i want to do um so um so I'm just going to finish a, with a couple of quotes, you know. And uh, the first one is, is um, for those of us who, um, uh, you know, if we're really having a hard time, you know, forgiving, you know, and it's going to, if, if we don't, it's going to cause a mess in our lives. Um, it can be helpful to think, you know, to, uh, I don't know where it comes from. Always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them more. <laughs> um, but, but the last quote is one that I love, and this is, um, uh, Forgiveness is the fragrance the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. So, uh, yeah, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it. Um, so thank you for listening, and um, we're going to do uh, another group discussion, and uh, since you all learned how to count, right, uh, we're going to do, again do groups of four, and uh, let's do it in the same way, uh, you know, anybody who's not in a group of four, kind of come near the front, and we'll kind of help find you a spot, and um, the, we're going to do two uh, two sessions, you know, the first session will be um, we're going to. Uh, the first session will be a group discussion on what have you learned about forgiveness, and we'd like to kind of do it in the same way of uh, as as Gil led before. Of you know, each person takes a turn, you know, kind of goes around in a circle and just kind of keep going that way. Um, and then I'll ring a bell, and then we'll talk about what happens after that. So. <coughs> So please find um, so, um, so we'd like to uh, hear back from you, uh, how that was for you, your comments, what you learned. Uh, 
Peter, uh, behind you. Well, I, uh, I learned a couple of things. One is, uh, for many of us, the person we most need to forgive is ourselves. And there may be more there than we realize. And I also really realized that a lot of the people I might need to forgive are already dead or will be. Thank you. Uh, over here, Ed. Yeah, someone in our group said, said this. It wasn't me, but um, how just talking about it and you know, doing the exercise... Um, made this person more open to forgiveness, more feeling more forgiving. And uh, I find that now, I, I, I've, after having answered the question over and over, it, it's, I feel more just open and forgiving. Great. behind you. Thank you. This uh, repeated question, you know, acknowledging thank you and then repeated question again. Uh, this makes uh, the forgiveness before it was kind of a general, you know, when I say uh, do it at my house and then when I do it with uh, diet and it's goes into more detail about what do I forgive. <laughs> so that was great. Thanks. Wonderful. Um, in our group, the four of us, it was interesting that most of us thought of ourselves as very forgiving, and then as we looked a little deeper into that, we realized that in many instances we had just sloughed off whatever hurt had come our way in a much too easy manner, which may have indicated a certain lack of self-esteem or worth, and that we all needed to look a little bit more deeply into why it, we were not as discerning as we needed to be at points in our lives <laughs> and allowed hurt to come in that shouldn't have. Great, thank you. And someone else up there? Or? No. Back here. So you asked, you, you asked if, um, or someone said, do we feel more forgiving after that talk? Is it on? Yeah, it's on, okay. yeah. Um, after the one-on-one, I actually felt less forgiving than when it started, than before I spoke. And afterwards, I wondered why did I feel less like letting go <clears throat> after telling what it was that I needed to forgive. Because I know that Forgiveness in this case would be purely to lessen my own pain over what happened. 
I think. And I thought, why am I clinging to that pain? And my hypothesis at the moment is that there's a story I want to tell myself of being a victim and feeling sorry for myself. And that I need to let go of that story that is currently satisfying me in some way. I need to let go of that story if I want to lessen the pain. Great, thank you. When I was doing the dyad, um, the first experience of the idea of forgiving something, I noticed, um, felt like uh, losing some protection, like the holding on um, feels like it's keeping me safe. Over here, another... Uh, two realizations I had. One was that I, rather than forgiving people, I just leave the relationship. Uh, that's my, kind of been my, uh, my experience with forgiving. And then I just get to keep that uh, revenge thing going or that resentment thing going. Then the other thing that occurred to me is it's much like in the old days when you were raising children. If the child did something bad, it was a bad child. And with current child raising, you separate the child from the thing that the child did, and then it occurred to me that that's a good way to approach forgiveness. I can't really forgive what you did. It wasn't, it's unacceptable, but I do forgive you as a person, and I can separate the two. Great. about how this um, uh, revenge was uh, an attempt to um, address an injury, an attempt to address an injury that doesn't really work well, but that the need to address the injury was still there, and that Mm -hmm. in forgiveness that response to the injury really comes with a certain uh, courage, I think, was the word that came up. And also humility came up. Um, there's a certain self-righteousness and anger and vengeance that just is like, um, is like getting drunk. It feels good up front, but doesn't work out <laughs> so well with time. And that, that realization that the sort of intoxication of vengeance over time just fails to, you know, heal or help, and that you know, a more modest kind of humility, you know, humble forgiveness, really, is perhaps more apt. Okay, thank you. One more. Um, for me, it's just a comment that I feel in what we're sharing 
and, and there's a piece that's very missing for me on this day and this topic, and it's the experiential part, because in forgiveness, it's the might is right, and there's actually a deep experiential, for me, felt sense of helplessness that we need to get in touch with to make it complete, and we're intellectualizing a process and we're actually not talking about the other piece. It's experientially. We need to actually allow ourselves to feel and see that that's not a truth. But we need to get in tune with it. And so it feels a little sad that we're missing. We're intellectualizing something here. And we're really not dropping in to something that's underneath it. So it feels like something's very missing right here for me in this conversation. Okay, thank you. Can you, can you connect with your um, uh, intention to forgive? To forgive what? Well, what, it, what is it that you feel... Um, what is it that you feel is incomplete? How we're working with the topic. Just how we're working. Yeah, we're staying I very see. heady with it. Yeah. And, okay. and we're missing the foundation of the body and how it's actually felt and, and you started to bring it up in the strength and we, we needed and we're not looking at the other part of the non-strength and how to actually begin to get in touch with that so it's okay. not feeling as complete as I would like it to yeah, be yeah it just it's feels a, a little more heady yeah and so it's a practice yeah so I'm yeah. just wanting to bring that up yeah and share thank, that. You. Sure. thank you thank you so, so we're going to take a, a ten-minute break in silence, and um, and please come back uh, when the bell rings. So. <laughs> <laughs>